0: Hi, my name is Pamela Coons, Associate Professor of Medicine in the Division of Oncology at Yale School of Medicine and Yale Cancer Center. I'm excited to announce ASCO's new open access journal, JCO Oncology Advances. As the inaugural editor in chief, I hope to support JCO Oncology Advances to become the premier platform to bridge the gap between accessible scientific research and clinical care. Stay tuned for more information, including new article types at ascopubs.org forward slash JCO Oncology Advances. We look forward to seeing your submissions in spring of 2024. This JCO podcast provides observations and commentary on the JCO article, Management of Hop Flashes in Breast Cancer Patients with Venlafaxine and Clonidine a randomized, double-blind, placebo-controlled trial by Annalise H. Bachout et al. My name is Sherry Goldfarb, and I am an assistant-attending physician on the Breast Cancer Medicine Service and in the Health Outcomes Research Group at Memorial Sloan Kettering Cancer Center and an instructor at Weill Medical College of Cornell University in New York City. I am a medical oncologist specializing in breast cancer as well as the sexual health and fertility issues faced by women with this disease and this is the podcast for venlafaxine and clonidine for treatment of hot flashes in women with breast cancer. The majority of women with early-stage breast cancer will become long-term survivors. Therefore, increased attention to quality of life and symptoms should occur both in the short-term during treatment and in the long-term throughout survivorship. Focusing on sexual health in its broadest terms, breast cancer treatment can have extensive effects. For example, May cause transient or permanent amenorrhea in premenopausal women, resulting in menopausal symptoms such as hot flashes, vaginal dryness, dyspareunia, decreased libido, and changes in sexual response. Even in women already in menopause, treatment can have significant sexual health effects. For example, rheumatase inhibitors used to treat postmenopausal women with both early-stage and metastatic breast cancer suppress estrogen to subphysiologic levels, resulting in worsening or development of symptoms similar to those described in premenopausal women. Regardless of the cause, when estrogen levels are lowered, this can lead to instability of the hypothalamic thermoregulatory set point, which allows changes in body temperature and hot flushing sensations. Hot flashes and sexual dysfunction profoundly affect the lives of both pre- and postmenopausal women and may affect compliance with treatment. Therefore. Safe and effective therapies to ameliorate hot flashes are needed to improve both quality of life and possibly medication compliance. Bachat and colleagues performed a small, prospective, phase three, double blind, randomized, placebo controlled intervention study to treat hot flashes in women with breast cancer. Postmenopausal women with either naturally, surgically, or medically induced menopause, and good performance status who are experiencing at least two hot flashes per day were eligible for the study. Systemic endocrine therapy for their cancer was allowed if patients had already been taking the medications for at least three months before enrollment. Approximately 70% of the women in each treatment group were either on tamoxifen or onastrozole. 102 patients were accrued and randomized to venlafaxine, 75 mg daily, clonidine, 0.1 mg daily, or placebo in a 2 to 2 to 1 ratio. Venlafaxine and clonidine are two known treatments for hot flashes, but they have never been compared to each other and placebo in a randomized trial. The primary endpoint of the study was the change in average daily hot flash score from baseline to week number 12 in three arms. Secondary endpoints included the effect of both medications on sexual function, sleep, anxiety, and depression. During the two weeks prior to treatment and during the 12-week study period, patients completed a well-validated daily diary in which they self-reported the frequency, severity, and duration of their hot flashes. Adverse events from the medications were assessed weekly. Additional surveys, which included two validated instruments to assess the impact of hot flashes and its treatment on sexual function, sleep, anxiety, and depression, were administered at baseline, week four, and after the 12 weeks of therapy. Sleep quality was assessed by the Groningen Sleep Quality Scale, anxiety and depression by the hospital anxiety and depression scale, and sexual function by the Sexual Activity Questionnaire. At week 12, There was a significant 45% reduction in hot flashes in most patients treated with either venlafaxine or clonidine compared with placebo, p-value equal to 0.03. When looked at separately, clonidine showed a significantly lower hot flash score compared to placebo at week 12, p-value equal to 0.03, while venlafaxine did not, p-value equal to 0.07. However, there was no significant difference in reduction when the clonidine cohort and venlafaxine cohort were compared to each other. A substantial placebo effect was also found with a 29% hot flash reduction during the 12-week treatment period compared to baseline. In contrast to the Week 12 results, hot flash scores were reduced sooner after the commencement of venlafaxine than during clonidine therapy. During the first four weeks of the study, there was a significant 42% reduction in hot flash scores in a venlafaxine group Compared to placebo, p value equal to 0.01, while the clonidine group only reported a 22% decrease over the same period, p value equal to 0.26. Over the entire 12 week study period, there was a significant 41%, p value equal to 0.0004, reduction in hot flesh scores compared to placebo in the venlafaxine group, and a 26%, p value equal to 0.045 reduction in the clonidine group. In the venlafaxine-treated group, there was also a significantly increased incidence of side effects, including nausea, constipation, and decreased appetite. Interestingly, there was no significant difference between sexual function and sleep quality between the venlafaxine and clonidine cohorts. Selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors and selective serotonin norepinephrine reuptake inhibitors, such as venlafaxine, have previously been shown to cause some sexual dysfunction. Likewise, clonidine has previously caused sleep difficulties. It is possible that the 12-week study period was too short to detect these side effects. At week 12, significantly more depression was seen in the venlafaxine group, p-value equal to 0.03, and significantly more anxiety was seen in the clonidine group, p-value equal to 0.04. Primary endpoint data was only available for analysis from 78% of the study participants, which means that the study was underpowered for its primary endpoint. Early discontinuation was not significantly associated with either treatment group or baseline hot flash scores. However, 12 subjects dropped out of the clonidine group, five from the vaccine cohort, and three in the placebo arm. Discontinuation of the study could be for a myriad of reasons. Some of these include no improvement in hot flashes, side effects in the medications, or burden of completing daily diaries. Eight study participants were not compliant with their medication, and in an intention to treat analysis, this may also have affected the results. Despite these limitations, this study showed that both venlafaxine and clonidine are effective treatments in the management of hot flashes. Venlafaxine resulted in a more immediate reduction in hot flash score than clonidine, but clonidine was more effective at the 12-week primary endpoint. So how should we proceed with this information? Larger intervention studies with longer follow-up are needed to truly understand the effect of venlafaxine and clonidine on hot flashes and their efficacy over time. The 12-week study period of this trial is probably too short to fully assess the impact of hot flashes and their treatments on sexual function, sleep, anxiety, and depression. Future areas of study include comparing venlafaxine and clonidine with other possible treatments for hot flashes such as gabapentin, vitamin E, sertraline, and paroxetine. Currently, there are ongoing trials evaluating acupuncture, hypnotherapy, pregabalin, flaxseed, and hypnotherapy versus gabapentin for the treatment of flashes in women with breast cancer. Intervention studies are needed to determine the most efficacious therapy with the fewest side effects and determine if there are markers of responsiveness to specific therapies. However, This study provides clinically important information for practitioners. We know that effective treatment of side effects of breast cancer therapy should lead to improved quality of life and compliance with breast cancer medication, which may support improved overall outcomes. Whether clinicians should choose one or the other of the two interventions, the study here remains less clear. But at least we know that they are effective and the treatment can be helpful. At the same time, we recognize that additional intervention studies are needed to help us better treat other side effects of endocrine therapy, which impact quality of life, such as vaginal dryness, dyspareunia, changes in sexual response, decreased libido, bone health, and arthritis. This concludes this JCO podcast. Thank you for listening. For more original research, editorials, and review articles, please visit us online at jco.org. This production is copyrighted to the American Society of Clinical Oncology. Thank you for listening.